Ladies and gentlemen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Send us your ideas. We are open to any idea. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What are your two cents on the running back market right now, Mark Ingram? I think it's criminal that they're trying to do our position like this. Would you tell them to hold out? I definitely would. Earlier on the show, three-time Pro Bowl running back Chris Johnson. Coming up, actor and comedian Godfrey. 13-year NFL veteran Ephraim Salam. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Mike Hill. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Mikey's back. Hey. Tell a friend. Look who's back. What's up, y'all? Back, yeah. Mike Hill. What's back up, Mike? in for Rich Eyes and on the Rich Eyes and Show, hanging out with my fellas. I miss Friday. y'all when I'm not here. I get it. Friday. I really do. It makes sense. Y'all, y'all are really cool people, man. You know what I'm Rich Eyes and I, I love Rich, man. He's a lucky guy, man, because it's, it's a good vibe on Appreciate the show. It. You guys have really good energy. Good vibes. I'm, I'm into that. I don't know when you get older. Oh, you know, the money yeah. is important, but yeah. not as important mm-hmm. as the energy, the vibe, the happiness. Yeah, it is, man. You got to I mean, be around true. really good That's people. Serious. Look, we've all had jobs where you know the second you drive in through the gate or you park, turn your car off, it feels like someone's stabbing you in the gut. You know, because you know you got to do that for eight hours. So I cannot, and I've had that multiple times. So yeah, it's great when you come in here and you get to work with people that you like. I mean, they they annoy me every now and then, but they're still my boys. I, you know, I had that feeling coming home you know, with some day, of my ex wives. Like, oh god, oh god, got to go in the house. Oh. What am I walking into? What right? am I? Oh my god, please help! Please let the kids be sleep. Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to go in there. And I was like that when I was at ESPN the last couple of years at ESPN too man got physically sick i've done nothing against espn i don't want anybody thinking i'm bashing them or whatever but it was like man it was like we're feeling when you are just not you ready to move on you know what i mean you're getting overtures from other people and stuff like that that's when fox first came out it was like asking me to you know if that wanted to come there and i'm like it was almost like you had that 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 woman that you had been with for a long period of time and you knew y'all was about to get a divorce you know what I'm saying? Hey, am I the only one that's been divorced a couple of times in here? <laughs> Just tell oh, twofold. Yeah, twofold, okay, of course. Once, one and done. Oh, yeah, baby, one and done. One and done. Yeah, get another one, man. Get one. Then next time you do it, just make sure you get a woman that got money so you don't have to pay her. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I look for. I'm like, oh, how much money do you make and what's your credit score? <laughs> so, exactly. What's your credit score? Yeah. How, what's your credit card debt looking like? <laughs> you got to ask all these questions. I'm trying to help you out, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help you out. I know TJ be out here in these streets with them new Jordans nah, on. Not anymore, man. I'm, I'm I'm old and retired. You ain't old and retired. You ain't you ain't never gonna be old and retired, yeah. bro. You're a brother, man. That's all we do. <laughs> Still doing them things until we seventy. Beige don't age. Beige Is that don't what age. I learned? Beige don't age, age, man. Black don't crack. Age don't age. That's what that. it is, man. This is like I'm really seventy two years old. <laughs> you look great. I'm really seventy two years <laughs> <looks> old. Great. <laughs> I look. You know who else looks great, man? I, I, I don't want to bring this guy. On. I don't want to talk to him because I think he's. Uh, He's one of the funniest guys that's out there. He's been doing it for a long period of time. He's the best impressionist, in my opinion, in the business right now. Uh, just he's seen him uh, in, in numerous movies, numerous flicks. He's got his own stand-up special. He's got a podcast. Uh, if you ever watch him on IG, he's up until like four o'clock in the morning in New York. <laughs> doing his thing, man, just hanging out and just talking to people, and he uh, always has an opinion. Comedian Godfrey joins me right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Godfrey? Ooh, what's up? Mike? What's going on, man? How you doing? 
I'm good, man. Rich Eisen, I actually met him a few times. He's cool and the coolest dudes back in the day. He was a really cool guy, man. Yeah, yeah, Rich is really cool. Do you remember the first time we met Godfrey? Because, man, I used to, I, I think of you with ESPN when I met you, I was right? with ESPN when I met you. I remember I was walking down the street in New York City, city uh, and right outside the, com- is the Comedy Cellar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right outside the Comedy Cellar. And I saw you, you saw me, and you actually said, Mike Hill. And you yeah, did that. I was like, yo, Ian, what up? <laughs> yeah, and, and I was like, and I, and I had always been a fan of yours. So I was like, you know, I, I'm one of those guys, like, uh, when you meet somebody, you meet somebody who's a celebrity or somebody who's kind of, you know, known, yeah. and yeah. they know me. I'm like, I'm shocked. Like, you know who I am? No, you can't. ESPN, you know, if you're a sports person, you guys are like, Part of our lives, man. All of you guys. When you, I even met uh, what's his Raymond is Raymond. What's his name from um oh, with 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 um Kornhauser, that guy. Oh, yo, uh, uh, Michael Wilborn. Michael Wilborn. Yeah, Will him Bond. being from Chicago, me being from Chicago. He came to the cellar too. He's been by the cellar. And we was like, yo, <laughs> you know, we walk, we eat, sleep, and drink ESPN when you guys were on there, man. No, you we appreciate it, man. That's why I, I'm still like that. I've been gone from I, this is my 10 year anniversary being in LA. I've been gone from ESPN for 10 years, and I still get people ESPN, bro. I watch you yeah. all the time. Like, man, I ain't been on ESPN in 10 years, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad little badge to wear, though. It's, it's dope. You were awesome on there. Thank you, you man. Thank you. Stuff. I'm yeah. trying to trying to keep it moving. Have you ever have you ever had an encounter like that where you walked up to somebody and you were shocked that somebody super famous recognized you? Yeah, which is crazy. I I remember. Yeah, I've had um, you know some people. Yeah, I've had that happen. I've had. Uh, I remember when. I mean. I remember when I met Denzel Washington, oh. but he kind of knew who I was a little bit. That creeped, that tripped me out because I'm like, "Oh, Mr. Washington," and he was like, "Oh, yeah, 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 that comedian guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah." I was like, "What?" <laughs> he, he did it just like he does. Yeah, yeah, you're the comedian guy, right? Yeah, you funny. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> so your great impression is obviously you do you a great Denzel impression. So when you start talking to him, did you start? Finding yourself no, no, talking like uh, Denzel—that would be raggedy, man. <laughs> so raggedy. No, man. I've never. I, I remember meeting when I met with Eddie Murphy. When I talked to him, we were at the um, a premiere, and I went over there, went over to him. He just said my name, like, "Hey, Gabby, how you doing?" I was like, "Wow, wow, wow!" I mean, the- this guy, this guy grew, raised us on comedy, you know. And just and it was like wow he knew who I was because I I was friends with Charlie Murphy you know mm-hmm. I work with Charlie a lot so I was like wow and that was cool you know what I'm saying he was a fan he's watched some of my stuff that was cool you know That's Nas cool. too Nas too like Nas, Nas. My, my Nas showed me Mad Love like oh man you so dope I was like what yeah yeah. <laughs> You are dope, yeah. man. You really are, man. Now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, I, like, I'm you. happy that I can call you a friend too, man. And yes, sir. Uh, that's yes, that's sir. the great thing about it, man. You're just one of those nice guys that everybody should be rooting for, man. You just got great energy, as we were just talking about. But you also, man, you are a night creature. So I appreciate. I know it's like maybe one o'clock on in, on the East Coast right now, but yeah. I, you you don't go to sleep. I could be I, on Instagram I, at two o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. <laughs> And you're... I have been a night owl since college, bro. I went to a Big Ten college. I went to Illinois, all right? And um, in the dorms, we would stay. We just all stayed up late. I was always, even when I was younger, though, growing up in Chicago, 
I would stay up later than most kids, and my father would be like, and you know, I'm Nigerian, so my father said, dude, what is wrong? Go to sleep. Why don't you go to sleep? <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, I just want to watch Johnny Carson's monologue before I go to bed, you know? Uh-huh. And I had, I had to watch Johnny Carson's monologue. You know, I would always watch little comedies late at night, you know, because I loved comedy. So mm-hmm. um, I just always stayed out late. I, I, I don't know what it is. Did you know you but wanted to be a comedian I, at an early age like that? I didn't want to be a comedian at that time. It was when in, I was in college that I because Tommy Davidson, who's one of the funniest human beings also, he um, came to our college and performed. Mm-hmm. This is when... He, you know, and I, he really inspired me because he hung out with me and my buddies. We showed him around campus. And so a few years later when I started doing comedy and the first time I got on Comedy Central, you know, life goes full circle. It was Tommy Davidson hosting the series I was on. Wow. And so I see him and he remembered me. He goes, yeah, you're the dude that showed me around your college. Oh, man. You know. And so, yeah, that's what inspired me was when I was in college, you know. that. But when I was younger, I thought I was going to be a baseball player, astronaut. You know how you're going to be everything? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be astronaut. I'm going to be – so I thought I was going to do that. Then I was a, a pre-med major in college. Wow. I thought I was going to be psychiatry. And then I was like, you know what, I think I want to do this comedy thing because that's one of the only – jobs where you can tell somebody to F off and you don't get fired. <laughs> That's true. That is that is so true, man. There's no HR in comedy. There is well, you know what? There there is a there's the the the, uh, the 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 political police now. There is the uh the oh, PC yeah. police yeah. now. How yeah. tough is it yeah. because you're talking about not being fired in HR. What's worse than being fired from HR is being canceled as a celebrity yeah. these days. Yeah, but and, here's the thing about comedy, especially the guys like the Chappelle's and the Bill Burr's and the Mead's and the Cat Williams. We've been doing it so long that we're already, this is our personality. Mm. You, you ain't, and, and you've built enough of a fan base where people know when they come to see you, they know what they're in for. And it's always, it's kind of weird, but I feel like Thanos. I feel like I like Mm. Taking chances. I like sometimes pissing people off. It gives me more strength. <laughs> you know, you look at it, 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 as much as Trump is crazy. I love Trump because he just says what he says, man. Right. And he, he just keeps it moving. He says what he says. And I, that's the one thing I do dig about him. He keeps his manner. He goes, yo, I don't care. I'm going to say what I'm saying. And I don't care what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And that's how you got to be. And, you know, a lot of people will come to a comedy show now to be offended. They wait. They're not even just laying back and listen to the art form because comedy is an art form. You know, we don't sing songs. We don't, we're not painting a picture. We're not in a museum. We are comedians. Mm-hmm. And comedy is what it is. You talk about a lot of tragic stuff. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, and, and, and what about our experience as comedians? Right. We, what if we went through stuff, you know? I mean, I was doing comedy when my, my mom passed away. I was doing comedy when my dad passed away. How do you know what I'm going through? But they don't, they see us, they, they separate us like we're not human beings. Like, if I talk about racism in America, I'm talking about my real experience. What are you mad about? Right. Why are you mad about me talking about people hating me? Mm. How, that's back, that narcissism is at a level now where, you know, and usually, and I'm going to tell you this, this is called racial accuracy. <laughs> Anytime that somebody complains in a comedy club, it's usually a white woman. I'm not even playing with <laughs> Okay. All right. It never fails. It's always oh. a white woman. She yeah, gets yeah. Up, I, I can't believe you said that. It's always I, a white woman. How, I'm how, not how, even lying. How tough is it, though? Because, you know, obviously this is still your career, right? And you you got yes. to pay the pills. got to make the yes, money. No doubt. 
Uh, and how tough is it to be your authentic self, to say what you want to say, but at the same time, there is a that that line that you know you really can't yeah. go across there, because there, there, you still there, want to keep there, your career going. You can it's you can talk about dogs and get in trouble. It's what what is it now? I mean, there's the obvious thing, like if you talk about the LGBT, all that. But there are not just those major ones. But you could talk about trees, bro. <laughs> you could be like, I don't like trees, and somebody could be an arborist and say, How dare you? I'm an environmentalist. <laughs> it, 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 it. What it, what it is is you just got to do your best to craft your joke the best way you can, because sometimes the IQs are not that high, man. Oh, yeah. I don't got well, time. I see Twitter. <laughs> I, see, I see people on Twitter. You're talking about the IQ is not that high. I know everybody has an opinion. You know I'm, what I'm like, it's like yeah. yeah. And, if, and people got to know a lot of times. Sometimes, most of the times when you're at a comedy show, people are, you know, are there to see you. They know your style. But mm-hmm. when there will be a couple people sprinkling around, getting mad at stuff. But it's what it is. That's the art form. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and try to be super clean or super whatever to satisfy you. Then why am I a comedian if I can't be myself? Do you do you, do you think that if you were to kind of tone it back a little bit, that you would like? You know, you're you're a great name already, and people a lot of people know you. But I would be bigger, bigger. Do, do you think you'd be that that mainstream big Kevin Hart? Uh, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not interested in in like. Toning it back. Mm. I'm really I admire you for that. I'm a I'm a prior Carlin, Joan Rivers, Don Rickles guy. Yeah. And right, I I, listen, there's room for everybody. It's not it's not the truth that, well, if you would have been you could be like Kevin is my man, blah blah blah. But Kev is Kev. Kev does things that I'm not really that interested in. No, but I admire you for being who you are, bro, and you do a great job of doing it. Thank you. You do a great and you you also think you're the best impressionist out there right now? I really do. Is that what you think? I, I think. I mean, you and Atheon. I, I like Atheon. Don't get me wrong. Uh, what's I'm my Aries Spears. Aries Spears is dope too. Aries is I'm dope. Frank Caliendo. Fra- Frank is yeah. Frank Frank does his thing, but I I, I love what you, I'm, I'm just giving you props. Damn, can you just work with me? Mike, Mike, Damn it, out, Mike. <laughs> the reason the reason why people didn't know I did voices was because over the pandemic, I did. I you know everybody that you we just named all had TV shows but me. Mm. I was never on a TV show. Mm. But then when I, you know, during the pandemic, I said, you know what? I'm going to just show my stuff. So, and everyone was like, yo, I didn't know you had Steve Harvey. You could do Steve. I said, yeah, I could do Steve Harvey. I could do anybody, boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to tell you this right now, Mr. Mike Hill. I'm going to take your job because I host every show. <laughs> Well, Steve Harvey got every job there is. He and Michael Strahan. He hosts everything. I'm like, damn. Wheel of Fortune is about to – Pat Sajak is retiring, and they're going to probably give it to Steve. I I think, well, Ryan Seacrest got the other one. Ryan Ryan Seacrest, Steve Harvey, Michael Strahan got all the jobs. They got all the jobs. I'm like, bro, can I have one? I know know two of the three. I'm like, can I have one? The Wheel of Fortune, Steve be like, welcome to the Wheel of the Unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) No money. Hey, Vanna White, you better turn them letters a little fast. You're a little slow. <laughs> is, 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 Steve, is, Steve, is Steve your best impression right now? Well, I got Shannon Sharp. Skip, listen, I'm going to tell you something real quick, Skip. Skip, a lot of times, Skip, I've been in the NFL a long time. My grandmother used to say, if you ain't a toad, you better hop. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Shannon, where are you going? Now that you've left uh, Undisputed, where are you going, Shannon? Uh, I'm not really sure right now. Right now I'm going to lay back, and I'm really, really proud uh, working with Skip for about seven years. Um, I'm really, I really don't know right now. I really, I really don't know. And then, like, the tr- they didn't know I could do Trump. I was like, this is a very good show. I'm very proud of you. You're very good. You're amazing. You're very good. Not as good as me, but I've seen better. Ones. But it's, it's 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 amazing. I'm surprised they they shouldn't have let you go. They're very racist. And I, <laughs> Mr. Trump, are you going to jail? Are are you afraid of going to jail? I'm not afraid to go to jail because I'd be the greatest inmate ever. I know I'd be the greatest inmate. I got street cred now, so it looks pretty good. A lot of the blacks are very on my side. The are too. <laughs> Not enough white people in the system. It's very unfair in jail. Not enough white people in the system. <laughs> white jail because blacks are taking over too much. We got it. Oh my god! <laughs> I am literally sweating up here. God, for you are hilarious. Is 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 there is there an impression that you're, you want to do that you're still working on and you're struggling with it right now? Um, you know, I was watching Morgan Freeman is a tough one. I know some people are gonna do Morgan Freeman. I'm like, oh man, I, I gotta, I just gotta watch him. You know, sometimes you gotta watch him. Go, I gotta find because I never really tried him. Yeah, and I was gonna try him maybe. Morgan's maybe, got that know. grandpa deep, very yeah, rich. Very, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 all right, you know, sometimes it takes another person to do it, the person, and you go, oh, I get it now. Because sometimes, like with Steve Harvey, people tried to copy what I do. When, they, when I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah, me all, you know. And so you got to, people will find, like, copy what I'm doing to get theirs down. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Like, hey, well, like, you know what? That's that's flattery. What, what's the, what's the, what is this? Flattery is Imita- a... Imitation. Imitation, imitation is, is the best form, form of flattery. flattery. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. That's how we all do it. I've done it. My, a guy taught me how to do Stewie from uh, the Family Guy. And I was like, man, I don't really know how to do Stewie. And the guy goes, yo, just do Brian. I go, Brian. So I was like, Brian. Brian, come here, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian, it's crazy, Brian. I talk to Mike Hill, Brian. Ah, oh, he's fantastic, Brian. Yeah, you know what I mean? We so, love you, man. Hey, hey Godfrey, do you, do you have a Bernie Mac by chance? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something right quick. You know, show me some love. Show me some love. <laughs> I, I ain't afraid of you. <laughs> I love Bernie Mac. I'm afraid of you, man. I'm afraid of you. I'm Bernie Mac myself. I'm gifted. I'm, a, I'm big boned. I'm heavy structured. You know. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh. I'm blessed. I hate oh. myself. I the whole room go dark. <laughs> <laughs> the great Bernie Mac. God, we oh. got to let you go, man. I appreciate your time, okay. man. We ain't even yes, talking sir. about sports. Because this man actually, he played football in Illinois, I understand. I play, I, I walked in on a bet. I don't know why I did that. I just walked out. I said, yo. Oh, and it was like, I, I made it. I made the team. It was like, wow. Geez, okay. Illinois was that yeah, bad. I was in school with like Kevin <laughs> and those guys. Nick Anderson, Kendall Gill, that was when I was with them guys, you know? Ho, ho, like basketball or football? Well, I mean, I was just around. Oh, I you, saw them on campus. Oh, you saw them on They were playing basketball. And I was, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jeff George, yeah. Tell them how we can find you, man. 
Oh, man, find me on Instagram, Comedian Godfrey, and um, my podcast is in Godfrey We Trust on the Gas Digital Network, Tuesdays and Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern. Man, we can't wait for your next special to come out, and I know you're in a yes, movie sir. right now on Netflix with uh, Gabrielle Union, so yes. you're doing your thing, man. I appreciate your time. Always great talking to you. We, we got to do something together really soon as well, man. So, no doubt. My, you know I got your back, Mike. Much love. Much love to you, Godfrey, my man. Hanging out with us here on the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you, bro. Enjoy your weekend. That was amazing. Thank you, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man, I love going into a weekend with some laughs. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Jeez, man. that was great. Yeah. He's... That was unbelievable. Don't you like impressionists? I like it. Yeah. It, I do it's one thing to be an impressionist and just sound like the guy, but when you can be funny yes. and sound like the guy, and you actually got oh. jokes, you got, and you make things up on the spot, that's yeah. just, oh. that's an incredible skill to have. Yeah. Like you mentioned, like uh, Frank Caliendo and, Aerie Spears and others, Atheon Crockett. You guys know Atheon Crockett? I don't. Atheon, yeah. Atheon's yeah. uh, Def Jam legend. You know Aerie Spears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aerie Spears used to be on Mad TV back, back in the day. day. Yeah. Everybody knows Frank Caliendo, obviously, because. Oh, yeah. um, He's been on here many oh, times. Yeah. Yeah, Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank's been around for a minute. I think he used to do things at ESPN as well. So yeah. love him, Def Man. My man, Godfrey. Make sure you check him out. Follow him on Instagram. Like I said, very funny guy and real. That's, that's hard when you. Yep. I think it's hard because I think in a lot of ways, um, sometimes you you have this 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 thought process. This is who I am, right? And you're not going to change. You're going to be unwavering for no one, right? And I think at times that's kind of affected me in my career. To be honest, we just kind of make it a personal thing where I'm like, this is what I do. This is who I am. And I actually got me fired in Dallas because I'm like, man, I'm not changing. This is why this is what I do. I can't help this. It's like people love that uh, in, you know, in certain places, but it doesn't mesh with certain people in other places and it can affect your career, man. So, um, but once again, when I look in the, myself in the mirror and I can tell myself, Hey man, my conscience is clear and this is just who I am. You love it or hate it. At the end of the day is who I am. Accept it or keep it moving. Yep. Bottom line. So shout out to Godfrey for being that way. What are we talking about next, man? Because I don't have my thing up right here. It's like I'm mean, still trying to learn how to do this. Let's just go to break. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to break. This is a free Friday. We're still taking uh, names. Uh, 844-204-RICH for the uh, Washington football call. team. Give us a call. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Here on Roku, Godfrey was hilarious, wasn't he? Godfrey was hilarious. Man, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. That that <laughs> Donald Trump impersonation. <laughs> I'm the greatest prisoner. <laughs> the prisoner. Oh my God! And then you said the blacks. There's too many blacks. <laughs> hey, that's a big football night tonight. Big football, yeah. football, football night. Football. A big football night. Football. Okay, so we have the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has already started. Spain beat Costa Rica earlier, three nothing. Uh, but the U.S. women, defending champs, Mike, get underway yep. tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern against Vietnam. Mm. They are minus 75,000 favorites. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, they God, should win. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're going for the three-peat. So but, if you want to, we want a free $100 tonight, uh-huh. all you have to do is lay 75000 down on the U.S. women to win $100. <laughs> Seventy five thousand to win a hundred. To win a hundred. Wow! But a free hundred dollars. Wow. So man. <laughs> so the Vietnam has no. How is Vietnam even in the World Cup? They have no chance. <laughs> they have no chance. It's the first time they ever qualified. Oh, right? Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and then at, and then at eight o'clock Eastern, Lionel Messi makes his Inter Miami debut in a League's Cup match against Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Are we excited for Messi to come over? I think, I think so. Yeah, people in I Miami so. are really excited. My, people in Miami are hype. Yeah. The Miami, uh, the Inter Miami Instagram page has over 10 million followers now. The rest of every other MLS team combined is 8 million. Wow. Incredible. That is incredible. Well, we're back on the Rich Eisen Show uh, here. Mike Hill filling in for Rich Eisen today. Uh, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. During the break, we were talking about big football night there in Miami. Of course, Messi playing his first match in the MLS for, is it Inter Miami? Inter Inter Miami. Inter Miami. And then, of course, the uh, Women's World Cup continues uh, right now. The women... The uh, U.S. women playing against Vietnam, and Vietnam has no chance. That's what I mean. No chance. chance. No chance. So it is time to play our game today. Let's do it. And it is called, well, <laughs> Vietnam is not likely <laughs> to be U.S. <laughs> no, no, So no, it's no, time no. to play What's More Likely Today. What? What's More Likely? Never say never, but never. You played this last time, right, Mike? What's more likely? I, I played before, but I didn't play last time. All right, so here we go. Okay. Just a re- refresher of the rules here. I give you two scenarios. Mm-hmm. You tell me which one is more likely to take place. Okay. No Hemming and Han. You got to pick. Okay. Rich will always change the rules and just do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's start it off with some NFL, Mike, and then we're going to switch to some other stuff. First up, Dak Prescott this week said, 
that he is not going to throw more than 10 interceptions this year, TJ. Mm-hmm. What's more likely, Dak finishes with less than 10 interceptions or is in the top five in picks this year? Whoa. What's more likely is, I believe, Dak. Dak, yeah, had, he's gonna Dak throw, had 15 last year. He's going to throw less than 10 interceptions coming off the injury he had you know, the year before or whatnot. Uh, a lot of tip balls. A lot of tip balls. Now, I'm not saying that, that that's still the quarterback fault, still goes on his stats or whatnot. Yeah. The tip balls still is uh, his fault. But at the same time, if Dak says he's going to do a better job of finding his wide receivers and making proper decisions at the right time, I say it's more likely that he throws less than 10 interceptions this season. TJ, you agree? I do. Of course I agree. Of course you agree. <laughs> Real quick. Of course I agree. Put a number on it. Uh, six. Six. Six six interceptions? Ooh. Well, damn, TJ. So is he MVP oh. next year? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Stop. look, the, the fact is, and we talked about this what last week when I looked up the stats that, you know, all the, the people that do, you know, the, the analytics and stuff say that he had six interceptions last year were off plays that weren't his fault, meaning either receivers ran the wrong routes, tip balls, things of that nature. Yep. Plus he, you know, broke his thumb. So, I, I mean, look, I've got to – Hope for the best, right? What am I going to say? He's going to finish in top five? Uh, picks? Like, come on. Maybe. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Unless I really believed it, then I would say that to you. But I don't because right. I do believe a, uh, he did make some poor decisions last year. Let's just be honest. All quarterbacks but, do. Yeah, but there were a lot of picks that I, I generally don't believe were his fault. But there were some awful ones that he did throw as well. So I'm really hoping he's able to cut that down. You know, I got to believe I like, it'll, right. it'll be like interesting Jack. to see what like the the, uh, the run game now, because, you know, they don't have Zeke back there. Tony Pollard's not going to be happy. You know what I mean? Because he didn't get his contract either. So it's like, yeah. it, I think sometimes quarterbacks, and, and you give them credit for trying too hard, trying to make things happen because they feel like the, the pressure and, and the weight of the world is on their shoulders, which they are the leaders of the team. But at the same time, if he feels like he's in the right mindset, He's got the calmness about him. He's got that zen. He's going to make proper decisions. I'm going to give it up for Dak this year. You know, hopefully the addition of Brandon Cooks will make a difference. You know, that guy's pretty much one of the most underrated wide receivers we've seen in the last few seasons. Everywhere he goes, he's a 1,000-yard uh, receiver. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that, that Dak is on and, and he, he realizes. Like you're, you're, he started, he started mm. wait. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm like, I'm I mean, because what else can you do at this point? Yeah. Guys aren't even it's in camp almost, yet. You know what I mean? You're yeah. almost like you're trying to talk to a fine girl. I'm, like, I'm hoping that you're, I, I, I can, maybe, maybe I can get your number. No, <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I've never been as nervous doing that as I am about this upcoming football season. All right, we're talking, yeah. talking a lot about running backs. How about this? Possible holdout running back to have the better 2023 season? You like Saquon or Josh Jacobs? Have the, uh, have the better year this year. What's more likely? What's more likely is Saquon has a better season than Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is the returning NFL rushing leader, but Saquon, if he plays, he's going to play hard. I think he feels like he, not that he has anything to prove, but he is the offense for the New York Giants. So overall, catching the ball out of the backfield, and running the football, if the Giants are going to do anything offensively, they're going to rely heavily on Saquon Barkley because they still don't have great, great, great wide receivers. I know they just picked up uh, the, the tight end out, out of Oakland, uh, so they got yeah, uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller. They, yeah. So they got Darren Waller out uh, of uh, Vegas, I mean. So Darren Waller's there, so they're going to rely on, on him at the tight end position, but they still don't have that 
capable, really number one receiver. So right. Saquon Barkley has been the offense when he's been healthy. All right, Hard Knocks is back. Jets, as we know, cameras are rolling this week. Last year's Hard Knocks team, the Lions, won nine games. Which Hard Knocks team do you like to finish this season with more wins? Lions or Jets? The Lions. I picked the Lions. I think the Jets are going to be the biggest disappointment in football this year. I'm going to tell you why. Because they're already complaining about the NFL bringing cameras in there. It's a bother. bother. It's a a nuisance for them. This is New York. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers is concerned about cameras being in his face, uh, welcome to New York City, buddy. I'm serious, man. One of the reasons that I'm afraid of Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to be able to do or not be able to do in New York as well. Hey, he's what, 38, 39 years old. Still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, obviously. Two years removed from an MVP. Had an offseason last year. But what does he have left in the tank for this young Jets offense? He came out yesterday. And he said that he's going to be a little bit more patient. You know, he's going to, you know, let the wide receivers and the running backs make their mistakes. And he's going to be just a little bit more compassionate with them. But this is a very young team. How long can he be patient? He was, he's in New York City. It's hard to play in New York City. Delta, you know, it's hard. You cannot. It's exactly. hard. You People cannot have a thin it. skin. Nope. And you, the fans will get on you. The media will get, get on, on you. you. The oh, media yeah. start losing. And guess what? Let's look at the. Can, I don't know how long I'm supposed to be going here, but look at the schedule. The Jets starting off tough. Buffalo at Dallas. They play New England. They haven't beaten New England since what 2005, I believe. They lost 12 or 13 in a row to New England. Uh, oh, Kansas City after that. Denver's going to be better. Sean Payton's coming in. Russell Wilson's going to be comeback player of the year, by the way. Philadelphia after that. And then the New York Giants? Yeah. No doubt. Detroit Lions better, even though I still say the uh, Minnesota Vikings going to win the division. Ooh. All right, Justin Fields this week. I like Justin Fields. We met him at the Super Bowl, TJ. Yep. Good kid. Yep. I like him. He says he's going to throw for 4,000 yards this year. What's more likely, Justin Fields combines for 5,000 total yards, or well, we know where Mike Hill stands on this, the Vikings win the division again. <laughs> NFC North. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I just said it. The Vikings win the division again. That's more likely we to We did happen. not plan that. I had this written out this morning. Yeah, look at that. Justin. So Justin Fields, and I, I, I think it's, he shouldn't say that, to be honest with you. Forget the stats. Win football games. Well, the Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer. That's what he's saying. That's crazy. He's saying, I want to do it. I'm going to be the first. They've never... Yeah, they've never. I'm trying yeah, to think. Cutler, Cutler didn't, I think, came Cutler, up short. Cutler, right? Jim McMahon. No, nobody. That, the Bears haven't had great quarterbacks no, in the no, history. No, 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 no. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, but don't worry. But don't, don't put that pressure on yourself. 4,000 yards. Man, look, if you if if Justin Fields throws for 3,300 yards, 33, yeah, 3,300 yards, 3,500 yards, and rushes for over 1,000, I think that's a pretty damn good year. And and the Bears win games. They win 19 games. That's a pretty damn good year. That's a Pro Bowl caliber year. Guess who has never thrown for 4,000 yards in his career? Yes, former MVP. Mm. Lamar Jackson. Mm. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson never threw for 4,000 yards. I'd look it up, make sure. You know what I'm saying? Just want to make sure we factual here. But Lamar Jackson's the former MVP. And Lamar Jackson just got paid. And Lamar Jackson is... Hopefully healthy, ready to go, and putting Baltimore back in contention I mean, in Lamar, the AFC. Lamar season. Jackson's best year is thirty-one hundred. 
It was his Boom. MVP season. So why is it it's not important if the Bears never had a 4,000-yard passer? Don't put that pressure on yourself, young yeah. man. Just win the football games, Just go out games, there and man. win football games. Make proper decisions. Run the football when you need. And they still don't. Who's their wide receiver? Who the, who, who the Bears have? Like, come on, man. Like Chase Claypool, yeah, DJ, you, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. You, you, yeah, DJ Moore. Okay, so you so still – yeah, they they're got some up. decent receivers. Definitely. But at the same time, it's like, you know, don't put that type of pressure on yourself. Just go out there and win football games. So don't put goals. Just say, hey, you know what? It's about the team. Yeah, I mean, if, if Justin goes out and throws for, say, a buck seventy-five every game and then and they end up winning, no one's going to care that he comes close. Right. Just get the dub. You went in Chicago, man. That's a great place to be a winner. So. It's about moving the football down the field. Chris Johnson was on here. He had a 2,000-yard season. He's talking about he had a 2,500-yard season. That was passing and catching I mean, catching the ball out of the backfield yep. and running the football, right? No matter how you get the ball down the field, just get the ball down the field if you're the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You want to score touchdowns. You want to get the ball down the field. Passing, I don't care if, if punting was illegal to to get the ball downfield and somebody somebody on the team was able to catch it. If you could do that, do that. You know what I mean? Whatever it takes, just do it, man. But don't put those type of that, that type of pressure on yourself. All right, let's talk Messi real quick. Okay. Uh, Messi debut tonight for Inter Miami, uh, much anticipated. What are the, uh, what's more likely? Lionel Messi gets Americans to care about soccer finally, or? We all remain just the every four-year casuals like we have been. We all remain, we're going to watch every four years, and casual fans and the men's team and pray that they can get to the knockout stage, pretty much. I love Leo Messi. Obviously, I I follow sports. Leo Messi and uh, Ronaldo. Is it Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Ronaldo and all those guys. And, you know, okay, they've had great players from around the world come and play in the MLS. Oh, David Beckham. David Zoltan, Beckham. Zlatan. Zoltan. Zoltan. I can't say his name. Yeah, I can't either. He's just Zoltan. Zoltan. Just Zlatan. You know what I mean? <laughs> All, that, so they've had great, that, that's wor- known worldwide. And soccer is still, of course, the most popular sport in the world, obviously. But here in the United States, we care about one football. Yep. That's the NFL and college football. Yep. High school. Yep. High school football is more popular than soccer is ever going to be. That's just the bottom line. It's just, and I, and I, and I'm, I know we, we, we get patriotic when it comes to the U.S. World Cup. We're behind the women. Hopefully, get their three P. Hopefully, the men's soccer team. Here's what's going to change the perception for Americans when it comes to soccer, and it's not just the women's team because the women's team we get behind it, but women are in the soccer. For us to get in soccer, the men's team has to be great. The men's team can make runs and be consistent, be great. And we can look and see somebody who looks like us, who grew up just like us, playing this game and getting that kind of glory, then we'll be more invested in the game of soccer. But Leo Messi, right now, I would say for non-soccer fans, he could walk down the street in New York City and not be stopped. For non-soccer fans, soccer fans know who he is. Oh, yeah, soccer fans going so nuts. A lot of soccer fans, so it's a lot of international people, obviously, that will mob him. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like, you know what? He could walk through maybe even a football stadium. He was at the Publix last week. Yeah, he could walk through it. He <laughs> the grocery Leo store. Messi could walk like it's it's a lot. So take any diehard soccer fan out of an NFL stadium and let Leo Messi walk up and down every row. Yeah. How many times will he be stopped? Good point. That's what I'm saying. 
It's not right. going to change the game. He's, right, he's got about 15 games left the rest of this MLS season. Uh, obviously, upcoming NFL season for the Dolphins. They got a, a touchdown maker down there. Who's more likely uh, to score more this season? More goals for Messi or Tyreek Hill touchdowns? Ooh. Uh, I'm definitely taking Tyreek Hill touchdowns. Well, first of all, he's got the greatest last name ever in the history <laughs> of sports or any other thing. Tyreek Hill, uh, the cheetah. I shouldn't say cheetah because uh, then that was my reputation back in the day, too. Uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's TJ. Don't look at me like that. You're judgmental. You're judgmental. I'm a changed man. I've changed. I have changed. I'm a different person now. It's back in the day, a long time ago. I'm a man now. No, Tyreek Hill, definitely, man. Like, Messi, I don't know what he's got. Like, he's older now. He's still great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 35, 36. 30, Messi, I mean, how, many yeah. t- how many times has he won that little ball thing that they call? What's that? The, well, he won the first uh, first World Cup in his uh, lifetime last yeah, year. Yeah, first World yeah. Cup last year. And, uh, yeah, golden so ball. Still, the golden ball. He's done that a couple of three or four times, whatever, but. No, man. I, I, look, uh, scoring goals, I think he's there for the publicity, for the money. He was he getting like a billion dollars or something like that? Something like that, He's yeah. a figurehead. <laughs> he's like making appearances or whatever. Man, like he owns Miami right now, but I don't think as far as like his impact when he plays, I don't think it's going to be that great. All right, speaking of Miami, let's talk Dame. Uh, Dame Willard more likely to play more games next season with the Blazers or the Heat? Ooh. These are the only two more likely to play. Well, if he gets traded, he's going to Miami. Yeah. He already said he's not going anywhere else. So yeah. does well, he stay put or is he oh, going to South Beach? I think at the end of the day, I think they if they could have pulled the trigger on the trade, they would have pulled it by now. I think, you know, it's crazy. I saw Chauncey. I saw Chauncey Billups. I was in Summer League last, last week and I saw him like, and he doesn't know. He doesn't. He's, he's like I don't know who's like I, yeah. which was little. Like, I don't know who's going to be on my team. He's the head coach. He's the head coach. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And look, you know, he doesn't make those decisions. So he's going to leave it up to the front office to make those decisions, whatever. And I love Chauncey, and I hope that Dame comes back because I think Chauncey and a healthy Dame can do some damage in Portland. Remember Portland? What two, three years ago they was in the Western Conference Finals. You know, they still had C.J. McCollum, but I, I think they could still do some things and make some damage, uh, make some noise uh, in, in, the, in the Western Conference if you build the right thing. Or when they got Scoot Henderson, yep. it's picked them up in the draft, whatnot. But who is Miami willing to give up? And because and, and and I think I think Dame put Miami in a bad situation in a sense by saying that's the only team he wants to go to. And Portland, knowing that, Portland's going to ask for. Everything pretty much Miami's got. Oh, yeah. Arm and a leg. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, last one. Uh, Shohei Otani on a record pace, 35 home runs already. Uh, but the rumors swirling as we get close to the MLB trade deadline. So what's more likely, Otani gets traded or top 60 homers this year? Uh, he top 60 homers this year. That's more likely to happen. Uh, I just, I think the Angels, it's, it's a shame. Wouldn't it be a shame? If the Angels never went to the playoffs with two of the greatest players ever the worst. in the history of sports, <laughs> like yeah, that would yeah. that's almost embarrassing. Nobody talks about the Angels. Everybody talks about like if you had two great players, like history making players on any team and they never made it to a playoff. We'd be talking about the front office, general yep. management. We talk about all of that. The Angels get passes all the time. We nobody nobody talk, maybe maybe it's because they're in Los Angeles and the Dodgers, Dodgers get all yeah. the hype or whatever. But at the same time, it's like you got these guys over here who are in their primes, who are the greatest, who are MVP candidates every year. 
should win, win, win. Otani's definitely going to win the MVP oh. this oh, year. Yeah. A lot of people say they should have won it last year. I don't think so because I'm Aaron Judge and a Yankees fan. But at the same time, like, this guy is amazing. He is he is the modern-day Babe Ruth. And we're watching this, and we're not seeing it play out, and, and, and we're not getting the results on the field because they're not putting enough around these two guys. So, yeah, Otani, I hope he breaks the record, to be honest with you. I really do. I mean, that, that just invest in baseball and it'd be interesting to see who does pick him up uh later on but i think he stays with the angels for the rest of the year all right that is uh what's more likely uh what's more likely uh to happen me getting another chance to come back on the show or um what <laughs> another divorce <laughs> good job bro good job bro. i mean we were all thinking it. Was- sorry sorry mike <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I> think, <laughs> oh, on that note, we'll be back on the Rich Johnson Show. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's your favorite Morgan Freeman movie? What's my What's your choices? favorite Morgan Freeman movie? Shawshank Redemption, Seven, Unforgiven, Driving Miss Daisy, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. What's your favorite? Those. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pick one. I gotta pick one. Gotta pick one. Life's about making decisions, Morgan. <laughs> uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Why do you choose that one? So far away from me. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I see that character when I look at the movie. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I just see me. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You, yeah. So you became someone else? Huh. Well, I, I, I. Wait a minute. Okay. A uh, li- li- bit of a caveat here. Okay. Because um, Clint Eastwood, being one of my favorite directors and acting partners, Million Dollar Baby was. Pretty good. Well, I mean, you won the Oscar for that one for Million Dollar Baby. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Although Unforgiven to me, I've been talking about it the last two hours. That's a perfect movie, Morgan. Perfect movie. I mean, it, I mean, from beginning to end, 
Um, what was it like working with Gene Hackman in that film? Gene's one of the masters. He's so believable. We had a scene in Unforgiven where he had me tied to the bars in jail, mm -hmm. and he was beating me and questioning me. And he came up in one scene and whispered in my ear, I'm going to ask you some questions. Same questions that I asked whoever that was. And if your answers don't match up, I'm going to hurt you. I believed him. <laughs> <laughs> I like the archives you guys play on your shows, man. You guys some so wonderful yeah, guests, yeah, man. So fun, Talking so to Morgan Free. I can't believe y'all told that older black man that he had to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> man, in hindsight, maybe not the smartest yeah, thing I've ever said on this show. I, I got to make a decision. to me like, one. who are you talking to? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why are you going to tell me I got to make a decision, boy? I play God. <laughs> I play God. <laughs> I sound like I, I could be I know. I personally feel a slap might have been justifiable in that yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. You could have said you got slapped by Morgan Freeman. Though. That's cool. Yeah, that That's the one person that Godfrey, that. who we had on early, said he couldn't get yet yeah. as far as the impersonations. But well, maybe he watched that clip and then he'll be able to perfect Mr. There Freeman. You go. That's what you got to listen to. You got to listen to it. Mike Hill in for a Rich Eisen show, hanging out with the fellas today. Uh, before we go to break, man, I want to talk about the uh, – I'm a Yankees fan, diehard Yankees fan. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm dying. Mike. This is terrible, man. This is, you know, I don't blame what's going on right now on the Yankees and the season that's happening. This this happened before Aaron Judge got hurt. Aaron Judge, since Aaron Judge got hurt making that catch against the Dodgers, uh, which uh, pretty much saved that game, He's hasn't been the same that, that toe. We see when he's going to come back, if he comes back this season or whatnot, if he needs to come back because the Yankees probably won't make the playoffs this year. It's a shame that this team with this payroll – it's 50 and 47 this year. 50 and 40. I mean, been which is terrible. terrible. Been terrible. But only four terrible. games out of the wild card race, right? They can turn things around. And they got guys like Bader. I don't even know why Josh Donaldson is still playing baseball. <laughs> I agree, right? Like, Josh, he got put on a 60 day IL, and I was like, thank God. Like, please. <laughs> like, he is like, seriously, I, man, I, I just. I want to be the bat boy. Oh. And Volpe has not been – he's not Derek Jeter yet. I don't know if he's going to be that guy. But Aaron – he can't be just one guy making this offense so terrible. And remind you that in the playoffs last year with Aaron Judge, the offense was terrible. terrible. It always has been. This is a flawed team. And Brian Cashman put this flawed team together because they care about home runs in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they got a short porch in right field, Right. They got right-handed batters, though. Exactly. It makes no sense. Exactly. But then where's the lefties on this team, man? You got LeMayhew and those guys having all seasons. Like, just it's not the same. They need young players who, you know, yeah. put the ball in play, don't strike out, run the bases. They need a manager that knows that style. They need to go out. They need to get Joe Madden. Yeah, I agree. Oh, they need yeah. to get Joe Madden. Yeah, oh. I mean, uh, Joe, Madden. Joe Madden. Joe Madden. Like Aaron Boone, I love you. Don't get me wrong. So I love good. Aaron. Been knowing Aaron for a long time. Whatever, yeah. Aaron. Hey, thank you for the home run exactly. uh, against Tim Wakefield you know, to get him in the World Series in two thousand was two thousand three. You know what I'm saying? You know, knock out the Red Sox. Thank you for that. 
But, you know, I think your service is no longer needed. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I hate firing people. I don't. I don't. I hope he can turn things. But one man, Aaron Judge, I understand he was the most valuable player last year. He was amazing. But damn. All time no, season. But not damn. No. Not that good. I mean, I what, what's the, the wins above replacement? <laughs> he, 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 Aaron Judge, this team is bad offensively. They're bad. And they had the, the pitching has been good for the most part. The yeah, bullpen until after until recently has been good, but the offense they just can't score runs, man, and it's embarrassing and it's hard to watch yeah. as a Yankees fan. I'm going to New York for the first time in like four years since the pandemic pandemic for my birthday next month, just to go back home. And I'm be there around and the Red Sox are playing and I want to get tickets. And I was telling my girl, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get tickets because the rest I'm not like, no, they suck. They're terrible. I might be able to get tickets. Yeah, to this game. <laughs> both teams are not great. Yeah, I'm probably not going to make the playoffs. But it's it's not like the old days of the Yankees Red Sox rivalry. That for that's for sure. Not at all, man. So it's embarrassing. Hopefully they can turn things around. Hopefully Aaron Judge can come back. They're still in the race, but uh, they got to make a move. They got to make a move. And Derek Jeter uh, was talking about them making a move at the All Star break. So we'll see what Brian Cashman has in store for this New York Yankee scene because right now it is not good. We'll be right back with Ephraim Salam on the Rich Eisen Show on the radio side in just a second. Mike, do you think, uh, remember in the beginning of the season, Aaron Judge was doing the weird peaking thing and like mm. semi-cheating, hitting home runs? Oh, stop. Mm-hmm. No, oh, do you think this is the baseball gods kind of see, rendering is, punishment? Oh, boy. Brockman, what's your, what's your team? You know my, you know my. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see, see, this, you know, see, my team is baby. Four World Series, four World Series this, this century. You know what I'm saying? Now, look, hold on. You, know my, you know who my team I is. Red Sox fans, man. <laughs> four World Series this century. Oh, this century. Oh, right since there. 2000. Oh, be, baby. Oh. And the <laughs> next time they'll be back, will be. I like it. Eighty years. I, when I, when I, that's one of the reasons I hated working I at ESPN. Sometimes, last time y'all man. won. What was the last time y'all won? Two thousand nine. Okay, man. that's all right. Yeah, right. yeah, got man. a couple. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. They ain't been back to the World we Series. We polished those okay. trophies all the time. It's all good. That's okay. That's <laughs> a shame. Yeah, because they ain't been back to the World Series since two thousand nine. That's insane. They ain't been like the whole decade went by, and the Yankees didn't. That's how spoiled we are, though. Yeah. We're right. so spoiled that we're like, man, we it's been over Dude, a decade. It's, like it's been almost 15 years. Exactly. What? Damn. And we've kept the same people. We kept the <laughs> But here, here, here's the thing, though, man. I'm good. My lifetime, the Yankees have won seven World Series. I'm good. In my lifetime, since I've been born, they've won seven World Series. So how many has your team won? Yeah, bro? good job, Mike. Since I've been alive? Yeah, since you've been alive. So, okay, just four? Yeah, four. yeah, this century. That's okay. That's cool. You know how many cool. parades I've seen in the last 20 years, Mike? How many? Let's see. Four, six, got a Celtics, Go Giants. Bruins. How many is that? 12? Ephraim Salam coming up next. <laughs> <laughs>